Welcome back to the Texan Abroad. I'm Bill McMains. Uh, today I'm going to start a series of eight podcasts to close out the year here in uh, not-so-snowy Moscow. Uh, I'm going to be trying to drop one a day every day uh, from today uh, until next Sunday when I head to London for an evening and then back home for the holidays. Uh, I hope to do a few podcasts while I'm back stateside, perhaps actually my first one where I bring on a guest, but who knows. Uh, what I do know is that I'll continue to do them in January uh, and throughout next year. It's definitely on my list of things to keep going and actually to ramp up. Um, not a better way, in my opinion, to start the holiday season, although it's already been kind of kicked off with Thanksgiving, than to talk about uh, 10 things that I love about the holiday season. So um, let's start with number one. Uh, and my first reason, or first thing that I love about this particular time of the year is that it reminds people to be thankful. Um, back in the States, the holiday season usually kicks off with Thanksgiving, which was a couple of weeks ago. Um, and actually every year that I've been abroad, locals always ask what this holiday means because I'm typically working, uh, even though I usually meet up with friends at some point during the week. On the actual day, the Thursday, I'm almost always working, and everyone kind of asks me, what does it mean? What, what is, makes this holiday um, so special? While I know the, the history and origin of most holidays, and this one in particular might you know, make some people cringe, uh, they get ultra-sensitive about uh, the things that happened uh, in the past. For me, it's pretty easy to separate the kind of origins of a thing um, and what it means to most people today. Um, what the holiday means to me, what I think it means to most Americans, is appreciation. Uh, you know, when I first moved to Moscow, I didn't have a lot of work, and I was uh, still building my client base. So I spent a lot of time trying to explore the city, and uh, I did a lot of that in the metro, and it's essentially a subterranean museum, like nothing you could ever see anywhere else on Earth. Uh, some stations are done with amazing chandeliers or frescoes, uh, statues of, of just amazing quality. It's, it's really something that I don't think any other city um, in the world has. I was blown away um, by how beautiful it was. But what was even more shocking is that the people who are walking through the metro on a daily basis, they rarely stop to notice these wonderful works of art. Um, having, having had lived in, in China and Turkey and been on the metros in a lot of cities in America and Europe, um, it's understandable why most people go throughout their day just running from place to place. But when your metro, when the, the stations are so beautiful, how can you just run right by it without even... Uh, noticing, stopping to take it in just a little bit. Um, it really blew my mind. And I think that's it's a good kind of metaphor for how life is for most of us um, and how it is for me, too. Uh, actually, I wrote a blog post about it years ago about how people uh, kind of take a lot of things for granted. We're not very thankful for the, the small things in our lives. Um, and I'm guilty of that as much as anyone. I wrote at the time that it amazed me that no one stopped. And now I find myself on most given days trying to get from place to place and not even um, taking a moment to admire the beauty. Yeah, um, And I think that life gets like that for everyone. And Thanksgiving gives us a time to stop, take a deep breath, and 
think about all of those amazing things that we have in our life. It's kind of the foundation uh, of the five or six weeks of the holiday season, in my opinion, a kind of feeling or spirit that underlies it all. Um, the headlines in the world uh, may be dire. The people may feel angrier. Uh, outlook may seem grim. Yet we have a lot of things to be thankful for. People are pretty amazing. Life is so much better now than it was in the past. Um, and we need to stop and take a moment to be grateful for all of the things that we do have in our lives and all the progress that we made. And perhaps the thing to be most thankful for is number two, and that's uh, that we get to spend time with our loved ones. Um, I say loved ones and not family for a few different reasons. One, you may not be with your family during this time of year. You may be separated because of life, because of work. Uh, me personally, I'm never home for Thanksgiving, but I almost always am for Christmas. Second, you may, you may not be close to your family. Through your own fault or the fault of your family, we don't get to choose our blood relatives, but that's why I say loved ones. You do get to choose the people that you keep in your life. Uh, and this time of year is all about those people, slowing down, catching up, appreciating those people um, who are there for you when you need it. Um, we often, just like we take things like a metro or the beauty of a city or um, all of the conveniences of modern day technology, we take all that stuff for granted. I think a lot of times we also take, we also take the people in our lives for granted. Uh, we just assume that those people that we care about, that have always cared about us, will be there when we need them. That, that bond is eternal. It's something quite different from actually the Russian idea of friendship, something I've talked a lot about with my students. Um, Russians have a much more uh, kind of, I would say, stricter or tighter idea of friendship than loved one. Um, it's about presence in one another's lives, uh, out of sight, out of heart almost in a way. Um, I once uh, dated a girl who claimed that she had five friends uh, that were close to her. And every month she had to spend at least one day with each of those friends. And amazingly, they were not ever connected to one another. So she basically had five days out of the month, you know, usually a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, and at least once a month, and she tried to do it twice a month, where she would see each of those friends. And to them, that was the idea, uh, or to a lot of Russians anyways, that is the kind of notion of friendship. Those people that you see, that you make time out of your schedule to, um, to be a part of your life, those are your friends. Those are your loved ones. Not the people that you knew in school or that you see once a year or once every other year. Um, I believe the opposite, actually. I do think those bonds, um, the, the love that I have, uh, the friendships that I forged, whether um, when I was a teenager or a 20-something or a 30-something, I think it's timeless and that it lasts forever. Um, but the bad thing about that is, is that sometimes I forget. Life gets in the way, and I don't take as much time as I should. Uh, to make sure that those people in my life know what they mean to me. Um, it's actually one of my resolutions for 2020, and that will be hopefully the final podcast in this series, uh, is to get better at this, to get better at reconnecting and staying connected to those people that throughout my life have been there for me and meant a lot to me. 
Um, I love spending time with amazing people, and I've got a lot of them in my life, but I want to expand uh, that number of people that I'm constantly in contact with um, because I, I really love diving into people, what people think and believe, what they do every day. Part of it is reminiscing, part of it is catching up, and part of it is the third thing that I love about the holidays, and that's arguing about all kinds of things, great and small, with all kinds of people. Um, yes, I'm still kind of a lawyer at heart. You can thank my father and my brother for that, but I, I love discussing and debating. It's one of my favorite things to do. It's why I love my current job. It's why I love the group of people I have here in Moscow. Um, Inevitably, whether it's my family back home or the group here, uh, when when we get together, it's often uh, turns into debating some either hot topic or not so hot topic. Actually, just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, during our Thanksgiving dinner, we debated everything from college sports and local politics to to food, uh, whether someone likes holodets, which is the Russian uh, cuisine, where it's kind of a a meat jelly is the best best way to describe it. Uh, I've tried multiple times to enjoy it, and I just can't get my head around it. Um, and, of course, one of the, the hottest topics is Die Hard, a Christmas movie. But I, I like arguing and discussing and thinking and laughing about those kinds of things with people. It's, again, one of the reasons I love the, the expats that I, I call my family here in Moscow is that we argue about literally everything, and we don't take it personally, yeah? There's such a wide variance in views of my friends here. It's one of the things I love about being an expat in general, which I'll get into on another podcast uh, in this series of eight as well. Um, actually, my brother takes arguing even to a whole new level besides me. I remember one time when I went back for the holidays, me and my brother spent um, approximately an hour debating about what a fact is. And it all centered around the idea that I think in a, a moment of heated debate or talk, I said that Michael Jordan was not a good businessman. And uh, not wanting to relent to my brother and admit that I was perhaps incorrect in my assertion, uh, I said, well, it's an opinion and it's not a fact. And that led us down a rabbit hole that uh, my poor sister had to listen to for quite some time. Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, I think, uh, spending time with one another in such a way. And while politics is kind of banned at our family table, there are a lot of other sillier, fun, interesting topics to discuss. And no matter how heated it gets, no matter how different the opinions may be, we all know that we care about each other. Um, and it's because it's the spirit of the season. Uh, and one of the ways that we show how much we care is the gifts that we bestow on each other. And that's number four. Um, it puts people in the giving spirit. You know, some people complain about the commercialization of holidays. It's all about capitalism, that uh, whether it's Valentine's Day and romance or, or Christmas and your family and friends, uh, it's all about buying things and commerce. I don't think so. I think it's about thoughtfulness. I think it's about thinking hard about your loved ones, what they like, what they love, what they need. Uh, how can I make them smile or laugh? How can I make their life a little bit easier with a small token of appreciation? Um, it's something that I perhaps love to do more than anything else, which is to think really long and hard about what someone might want or need. 
Um, and sometimes it's really tough. Uh, a lot of the people in my life, they're not particularly easy to buy for, but it's worth it. It's worth that time and energy to show someone you care about what they mean to you. And the smile on a friend's face when you just nailed the gift perfectly. In my opinion, there's no better feeling. I've actually gotten to experience it twice in the last few months. Uh, a good friend of mine who lives in London, Hamish, uh, we, a bunch of us went to Greece for his birthday. I experimented with a, uh, a little bit of a gift, and um, his voice and his reaction was something I'll remember for the rest of my life. Um, the same thing when a great friend of mine, Jeff, uh, decided to leave Moscow, and a group of us got together and had an idea for a gift and executed it with relative perfection, and it was absolutely amazing seeing his relatively inebriated reaction when he opened it and saw what we had got him. Um, I think the only thing that really rivals that feeling is that when you get a gift from someone that shows how much they care about you. Uh, actually, last year, I got just such a gift. Uh, my brother, who's not a particularly emotional guy, um, he's not someone who expresses his feelings, but he's got a, a damn big heart. It's just something he likes to hide from time to time. Um, about more than 10 years ago, I lost my Texas ring, the kind of class ring that some people get, not a lot of people wear. Um, but I used to wear mine a lot. And uh, randomly, one trip back home to my hometown, I lost it and didn't think much about it. I just, I just chalked it up to, you know, stupid young behavior. Um, for those of you people who know me, uh, my state and my university mean a lot to me. I have them tattooed on my arm for a reason because I think they're an amazing part of my story and why I am who I am today. And so the ring itself meant a lot to me, but in my heart, I knew it was just a, a ring. And I actually ended up buying another one. Uh, it was just a, it was not a class ring. It was just a silver ring, but it had the seal on it. And I wore it. I've worn it. Uh, I had worn it, I should say, every day. Uh, my entire life spent abroad since I was 30. By sheer chance, uh, actually, the ring that I had lost came into my brother's possession. Turns out, it basically had been, um, I had lost it in the lawn uh, of my brother's old house. The guy who mowed the lawn had, had eaten up his lawnmower and he had thrown it in the back of the truck. And years later, he was selling the truck and found the ring, called the one guy he knew who had been a client of his, who had gone to Texas, and voila, it was not my brother's, but rather mine. Uh, my brother saw that it was pretty mangled, and um, he took it to a, a jeweler and got it cleaned up and gave it to me as a gift last year, and it was absolutely amazing. It meant the world to me, and I literally haven't taken it off ever since. Um, it's one of the most amazing gifts ever. Um, but that leads me to number six or number five, actually, that, uh, we're not just giving to the people that we know. We're also, um, giving to others. Um, that giving spirit coupled with our thankfulness helps us to understand not everyone is as lucky as we are. Um, no matter how down on your luck you might feel, there are people that probably have it worse. You know, I'm a pretty positive person, positive about my life and about the state of the world. But as much good as there is out there, there's still a lot of people who need our help. Um, I wish more people would give back more often. And I do think that humanity and people in general are 
are thinking about it more, but um, this season, there's something about it that really makes people want to reach out and help. Uh, I didn't do it this year, but the last couple years in Moscow, which is a really tough place to be broken homeless, I put together little bags for um, homeless people. Uh, nothing big, just socks, gloves, some food, some water, toothpaste, uh, a little bit of money. And I went around and passed them out uh, as I saw homeless people on the street and just areas where I know where they congregate. Um, and the look on their faces when this crazy non-Russian speaking uh, guy gave them something, it was indescribable. Um, I got that bit instilled in me from a young age that this is the time of year when we when we get a lot, but it's more so about what you give to others. Um, and there's something about giving that just lifts a person's soul. It's one of the tenets that I kind of try and live by, which is yet another podcast I hope to do this week. Um, that thankfulness leads to giving, that giving leads to a sense of jolly, yeah, which is the, the next part of uh, what I love about this season, that general peop- generally people are much more jovial. Um, a lot of people in this city, as much as I love it, and I enjoy a lot of the locals that I've met here as well as the expats, um, they think I'm a little crazy. You see, coming from Texas, uh, Corpus Christi especially, uh, I was always taught to be happy and to show it, to walk around with a smile on your face. Um, that is a pretty big freaking no-no in Russia. Life's hard, show it, show nothing but sternness and um, make sure that People know that you're strong, not that you're lighthearted, not that you're enjoying uh, whatever it is that you're doing, Uh, especially when the winter creeps in. Less sun, more snow, it's dark, it's dreary. Um, But I actually noticed the beauty a little bit more during this time of year in Moscow. I think it's one of the most uh, wonderful times to actually come visit this city because it's covered in snow. It's the way that I always thought about Moscow and Russia in general. The point is that every winter I, I spend countless hours walking the streets, riding the metro, uh, running into people with what most of them would probably call a shit-eating grin on my face. And people probably think I'm some sort of mental patient because of it, because it's not something you do in this particular city. But around the holidays uh, in most countries, and even a little bit in Moscow, a lot of that changes. Um, It's an amazing thing. It's the coldest, harshest, darkest time of the year uh, in most places in the world. Um, But it's also the happiest. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the friends, the family, the food, the lack of work, the giving, the celebrations, the travel. I don't know what it is. Uh, But we must see the best of ourselves at this time, who we could be. Um, again, I think the world and humanity are getting better, trying to carry the spirit year-round. But I'm not sure that anything will ever eclipse this kind of perfect storm of circumstance that happens every year that makes the darkest of our, the darkest soul kind of light up. Um, so perhaps it's uh, what makes us all pretty happy. And that's a little bit less work and a little bit more fun which leads us to uh, the seventh thing, and that's a pretty full social calendar. Who doesn't love a party? Yes, I know that many people out there are introverts, and um, uh, 
and they're not a big fan of socializing, but imagine an introvert party or something. I mean, really, though, one of the great things about this time of year is that all of the festivities that surround it, holiday parties for friends, family, work, other organizations you're a part of, if you spend any significant period of time during the year with a group of people, then now is the time that you get together, celebrate your time, your friendship, uh, all that you've accomplished. You eat, drink, and be merry, quite literally. And uh, even in Moscow, a lot of companies take a night or a day or more out of the year and end of the year madness and, and try and have a little fun. For a relatively serious city slash culture, uh, they do a pretty good job of letting their hair down with uh, crazy events and, and good times. Um, actually, one of my one of my favorite events happened probably a dozen years ago. Uh, it was when I was living in Houston. It was the Santa Pub Crawl. Um, but as is my M.O., the curse of the middle child, just going as Santa, one of a hundred that was going to be walking around uptown Houston, was not enough. I wanted to be a little bit different. I wanted to stand out. And at the time, I had confiscated a velour jumpsuit from my brother, who found it in like a thrift store. And I'd actually worn it to a number of uh, Texas games. Uh, but with a little craftsmanship, I turned it into a Texas Santa, which I actually still have here in my apartment uh, in Moscow. And perhaps my favorite photo of all time is me wearing that burnt orange velour Santa suit while riding a mechanical bull in Arizona. Um, so these events, besides leading to great outfits and incredible memories and photos, um, does offer us up number eight, which is an even fuller stomach. In terms of American culture, I think it's pretty much beyond, beyond debate that this is the biggest culinary delight uh, across the year. I mean, I love a good cookout in the summer and other things like that, but um, uh, there's nothing like stuffing, turkey, all of the different things that we eat. Yeah, I mean, every area and family has their own kind of traditions and ideas. Uh, but the drinks and the food are so plentiful during this year, this time of year. Uh, and it's just some of my favorite dishes. I'm not sure why we don't eat some of this. Like stuffing actually is a good one. Why we don't eat it all year round. But uh, I sure wish we did. And uh, I'm going to take a moment just now to, to say that my friend uh, Will's jalapeno bacon mac and cheese is absolutely to die for. When we did Thanksgiving this year. Actually, everyone pretty much outdid themselves, but especially that jalapeno bacon mac and cheese was just perfect. Yeah, uh, I even managed to cook a turkey this year. It was absurdly big, uh, but I didn't screw it up, which was, uh, you know, a big thing for me. Um, actually, despite my love of turkey and stuffing and all of these types of things, my favorite uh, tradition is probably Christmas Eve. Uh, my family has a tradition of cooking Mexican food. Um, with my mom, my stepdad, and their six children and all the families that that encompasses. My brother, my sister, uh, my stepbrother, my two stepsisters, and all of their kids and other parts of the family. I think it's the one thing that I really never want to miss again. Um, I hope it continues for years to come because it's, it's meant a lot to me over the last 10, 10 or 12 years. But... Uh, as with all things, uh, I think that one day eventually it may change. And while that's bad, it's also good because the end of something also signals the beginning of something. And that's 
what number nine is. That this time of year feels like there's a new beginning, that it's full of promise. We are kind of hardwired to a few things in our lives. And actually, I was just talking with a student this morning about some of that. Um, and one of them is that when there is an end, we reflect, we think back. Now is the time for kind of some sort of inner examination. What happened this year, good and bad? How did we, how did we handle it? Uh, what would we do if we had another chance to do it differently? We're also hardwired to want to be better, to do more, to get more out of our lives and ourselves. Um, how can we do all that we want to do with such little time, such a finite existence? And when do we start making these changes and implementing things? Um, we want to make those changes usually when one period of time ends and another begins. It's actually what happens even with my work. I get flooded with requests in February and September and even sometimes June. Uh, you see, beginnings, they're quite phenomenal because they, they fill us with hope and promise of what can be. It reminds us that life is not a final product, but kind of a constantly evolving experiment. Um, it, it's perhaps my favorite quote. I used to have it on my business card. Uh, and I think most likely it'll be the title of my first book that I'm going to write, which actually hope to finish next year. Life is a journey, not a destination. Um, and the journey I make every December leads me to the last or perhaps the first thing on my list. And that's that I get to visit my favorite place on Earth. Uh, I've now traveled to 68 countries. I've lived in four. I'm hoping to see 100 by the time I'm 50. And uh, maybe all of them or 150 by the time I'm 60. I'm an expat and at my heart. I love it. Uh, I believe the world is so big and there's so much to see and do. You can't just relax in a small corner all your life. If you do, you're just missing the point. But no matter where I go, no matter where I live, there is one place that will always be home. And that's Texas. Uh, something about the culture, the people, the place. Uh, it's those people and that place taught and gave me more than I could ever repay. Uh, I can't wait to see Grant and Faith and Michaels and Hogan and Chasey and Bailey and everyone from Corpus. And of course, my family, my brother and my sister and my mom and stepbrothers and sisters and nieces and nephews and everyone. Um, it's my favorite time of year because of the place that I travel to every every December. So, uh, well, that's my list. Uh, I would ask you in return, what's yours? Are you a fan of the holiday season or not so much? Uh, tell me why or why not in the comments. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. And I'll be back tomorrow uh, talking a little bit about an article that I read this week that was truly amazing. But until then, until next time, I'm the Texan Abroad.